Listener Production. How did data from China impact our Aussie market today? And the Aussie share market was on tender hooks today ahead of key economic data to be released tomorrow. Good afternoon, I'm Laura. And I'm Craig. It's Tuesday, the 16th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig. Day number two for me. Day Day number number two two, for you. And I'm very excited to be doing this with you today. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Our chief economist. Too kind. No, no, it's it's well-deserved. Trust me, you have so much experience in all of this. So I think this is going to be a really fun episode today, guys. But what we'll start off with is what happened in the market today. And unfortunately, as some of our listeners will know, I don't like it when the market falls. And unfortunately, it declined today after two days of marginal gains. And this was ahead of some key updates, which we'll get into more as we progress and as we look ahead to tomorrow. But the ASX 200 fell by 32 points or about half a percent to 7,235. We saw 10 of the 11 sectors falling today. The banks were mixed. The financial sector extended its losses for a second day. We had ANZ and Macquarie trading ex-dividend yesterday, and today wasn't much better, unfortunately. The iron ore miners, they they started off the day pretty well, uh, but they ran out of steam after some key updates from China pointed to a slower recovery. But who better to give us an update on what happened in China than you, Craig? Yes, unfortunately, in terms of the Chinese data, it was underwhelming is probably the way to describe <laughs> it. Uh, retail sales, production, investment, all below what was expected from uh, the, the markets. And uh, that had an impact on the Australian dollar. It lost basically a third of a cent and you know, it had an impact on, on the share market as well. I, I, th- I suppose what we've got to remember in terms of uh, China, so many of our local businesses uh, are dealing with China on a regular basis. Something like 30% of our exports come from China or directed at China, and 26% of the, the imports come from China. So it, it has a significant impact on, in terms of our economy. Yeah, and on our share market as well. So like we saw today, sort of what happens with commodity prices or data coming out of China can impact what happens in our sectors, in particular the materials sector. So for example, if iron ore's falling, you might see some of the major iron ore miners like BHP and Fortescue falling as well on the back of that. So that's how it relates to the share market. But if we look at particular stocks today, we had Setire. They're a luxury online retailer. They sell brands like Fendi and Prada and Gucci they're an Australian-based company who ships globally, for any of those interested, or if we have international listeners. They said that their sales revenue more than doubled. So it was up 122%. And that's because they had more customers than the previous quarter. Their revenue was up, average order value was up. So overall, pretty positive news when you look at the numbers. They said that the global market is growing, especially as its customers shift more to online shopping. So I don't know about you guys, but it's definitely much easier to do your shopping online than leave the house because it's really nice and warm and comfy. And have you bought anything from this this retailer? Unfortunately, Craig, I don't have the budget for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did, but um, my birthday is coming up in September, <laughs> a little while away. So if you were interested, I'm more than happy to receive. <laughs> but Life360, that was the best performer today, Craig. They're up almost 12% today, 11.7%. Uh, this is a US company. It's come out with its March quarter results. Uh, revenue 34% above where it was 12 months ago. Subscription revenue up 66%. Uh, 
Now, this is an app that I've got on, on my phone. It basically enables me to be able to see where my wife are or my children are at any point Ooh, in time. They've got their, scary times. Got their, well, got their, <laughs> got their approval to, to go on. It just makes it a whole lot easier yeah, to know where they does. are. Yeah, for safety. They've had a bit of a checkered history. They've gone from $2 a share up to almost $14 and then back down again. In fact, 18 months ago, they were trading at $13.65. Where do they finish trading today? $6.47. So perhaps they're, they're on the ascent again rather than the descent, which they have been fairly recently. Hopefully. Now, James Hardy was a similar story there. They're a building company who makes things like plasterboard and wall cladding. So for those of you that are buying those sorts of supplies, you might be interested in this one. They actually performed second best after Life360 after handing down stronger than anticipated profit results. Although their sales and profits actually fell and it flagged that the global housing market uncertainty could impact its financial year outlook for next year. But because markets were anticipating those numbers to be lower, this essentially saw the share price skyrocketing there, which really proves that it depends what the market thinks is going to happen. So that can really drive the share price, even if the, the numbers aren't so good. Certainly, certainly. Uh, Promedicus is another company which has uh, had an interesting you know, sort of life and um, it started off five years ago, and yes, it was around about $7.40 a share. It had got up to almost $68 a share recently, and now it's trading a little bit below 60 But they're a medical imaging company. Think of x-rays. As, as we all get older, you know, sort of the, the aging of the, the population, we're likely to be using more and more x-rays. Mm-hmm. Um, they signed a seven-year or $20 million deal with the Gunderson Health System, through its subsidiary Visage Imaging, and what Quindison will use is the Visage 7 software and to, to be used in its health, uh, its hospitals in places like Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. So shared price today, well, it didn't do a lot in response to, to that, down just six-tenths of 1%. Sazzle was another one. They released their quarter one results today. Their total net income was up to, and they actually swung back from losses at the same time last year. So to be clear, they were at a $28 million loss at the same time last year. And and this quarter, they made $1.5 million in profit or just over. So it's a sizable comeback there. And basically, that's because they were better at managing their money and spending it more efficiently. But also, it made more money than the previous year because people started using Sezzle Premium, which is basically a paid version of the app that gives you access to more features. And it also had some revenue initiatives like partnerships and product innovation. But Appen was another one today, Craig. Yeah, Appen's a a data company. All things data, effectively, is Appen. And uh, today it announced that it was looking to raise $60 million in capital to support the company's strategic refresh and return to profitability. And by strategic refresh, it believes it's, it's got a contribution to be made you know, in terms of generative artificial intelligence, generative AI. We keep this, hearing that these days, AI. It's, it seems to be the buzz. It is the buzz. And basically, we think of generative AI as where you use things like algorithms and automation to be able to create images. Uh, write essays. Yes, people at school yes, would lo- love that, wouldn't I they? I would have loved that back in my day. My goodness. I had to write it by myself. Oh, my gosh. And, and you can also, yes, create music with generative AI as well. So this is another company which has, has had an interesting yes, run. Yes, sort of back in August of 2020, it was worth $40 a share. 
Now it's worth $2.30 a share. So they're putting <laughs> a, a lot of, of stock on this strategic refresh, this generative artificial intelligence. Believes that it's got a significant contribution, significant potential in that space. That's one to watch for sure. Looking ahead to tonight, we have a few things happening. Over in the US, we have retail sales and industrial productions for April. Um, that's due to come out tonight, but also some talks. Yeah, the debt ceiling talks. Uh, is the US going to default on its debt? Well, we'll see, you know, sort of coming days. Hopefully it's days, not, not weeks. <laughs> we don't want to get up to, to the end period. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, believes that if we get up to June the 1st, we, we could see that. And she said that that would be catastrophic in terms of the, the US economy. So we were hoping to see some progress in those those debt ceiling talks. And um, and then, of course, looking out to tomorrow, we've got the wage data, the wage price index here in, in Australia. Uh, the key figure to, to think about is 0.9% for the quarter is what economists are expecting and, and expecting 3.6%. Now, 3.6% would be sort of a nothing figure for, for the Reserve Bank. It wouldn't make them go out there and tighten policy you know, any further or you know, sort of even sit back and say, look, we can cut interest rates. So 3.6% would be a, a good figure for, for those people getting wage increases of that order of magnitude, <laughs> um, but um, certainly shouldn't be instructive for, for the Reserve Bank. Yeah, that's right, because what happens with this data tomorrow could have an impact on the interest rate decision. So, And it also might have the potential to move markets as well as the jobs data, which will be released on Thursday. So that could paint the story of what we see happening in the interest rate decision, which is due to be made in about three weeks' time. So we'll keep our eyes out for that. I think that's it for today, Craig. I think that covers it, I think. I think we've covered most of it. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll my, see you my again. My pleasure too. We'll see you again tomorrow, guys. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.